We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. This is At Home Connecticut, hosted by Joey Burgoyne, highlighting events and happenings that are taking place in your home. Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Good morning and welcome to another episode of At Home in Connecticut. I'm your host, Joey Burgoyne, and joining me this morning is someone we've spoken with in the past, Tara Willerup. She's the vice chairman of the Simsbury Free Library's Board of Trustees. And what we're going to talk about is roughly about a decade ago, a group of students in Simsbury, I'll say that, a group of students in Simsbury, that's a tongue twister, they wanted to construct something permanent to memorialize Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. after discovering a little tie-in to the town of Simsbury. So coming up Monday, January 18th on the grounds of the Simsbury Free Library, there's going to be a little opening celebration, and it's going to be an amazing thing because, you know, like I said, Reverend King did have some ties here to the state and the city of Simsbury. So Tara, thank you for joining me this morning. Welcome to 2021. Hopefully it's off to a good start for you. I Thank you so much for having me. Of course, it's off to a good start. We are so excited to be reaching this point after, as you said, a decade of um, working towards this goal of having a place in Connecticut where we can celebrate Martin Luther King, his his philosophies and his mission and try to improve our world because of it. So, you know, how did this start? Like, how many students, like, how was this something that they were just drawn to? Um, this started as a project be- with at the Simsbury Free Library. Um, we were trying to do something with the youth in town, and we've had a couple kids do documentaries through our, through our um, support and um, advisors. We have a teacher from the Simsbury High School, Richard Curtis, who's head of the history department, and he brought some students to Simsbury Free Library to debunk some myth that Martin Luther King was actually in Connecticut during the summers of 1944 and 47. Um, and we, they, the students did research. They talked to Stanford College. They talked to people. They talked to people who knew Dr. King. They talked. They did research on speeches he'd done, and all. They did a lot of work um, over the summer, actually, and it was all voluntary. They did it for fun because it was such an interesting topic. And they um, heard Dr. King actually say out loud, Simsbury, Connecticut, and it really it, it was a fire for them because what they realized was that at the time he was in Simsbury in the summers of 44 and 47 as a student of Morehouse College working in the tobacco um, fields, he um, was their age. He was a kid. He was, you know, he was in college, but he was trying to figure out what he was going to do, who he was going to be, what was going on, and the kids kind of related to that in that they too, you know, are just kids, and he did have a time before he was a legend when he was a, a kid like them, and it kind of um, helped 
solidify his ideals and his hope and his dreams in them. I mean, I'm not a teenager no more by any means, but I'm getting chills just <laughs> thinking of that. Like, when, I mean, that as those students heard that, and like all of a sudden it clicked that he didn't just pass through the state. He was here. Like he lived here doing work in the fields of the, you know, tobacco was a big, and it still is a very big crop here in Connecticut. So when they realized that, that just must have been an amazing feeling for these students, like these kids. I mean, these kids to have that historical ties in their own town must have been amazing. It really inspired them to do the work and they created a beautiful documentary um, about his time in Connecticut and um, in, ha- in the experiences he had here. And then when um, what happened was when the documentary, which you can find on the MLKNCT.org website, um, it's a 14-minute documentary, but it should be seen by everybody because it's very cool and the kids who worked on it were amazing. But the kids, the younger kids in the group, because you had seniors through freshmen in the group who started, 16 kids, and then every year since we keep adding and kids graduate, and so it's been a revolving group that's been going on since then, and they ended up saying, wait, when we graduate, who's going to tell the story of what we found and what we learned? And so the last, the four kids at the end were like, wait a minute, we got to do something that's more permanent that can educate the students coming behind us of the stories we learned and what was important to us um, and to the country as a whole, and Connecticut, for sure, to take the pride in this, in this connection we have with um, the great Dr. Martin Luther King. So the, mem- so, the memorial is um, going to be built on the grounds of the library. How how did that come up? Like like you said, these um, these last two students really wanted to immortalize Dr. King. How did the building of the memorial come about? Um, the building of the memorial, so so these four kids decided that they wanted to, um, to build a memorial. So what we did was we got an architect and we got a, a man, an artist who does uh, memorials and is um, and has has the experience to talk to the kids and tell them what was important about the memorial and what what a memorial it needs to say something and it needs basically what you're doing is you're taking an idea or like they are taking the words and the voice of the documentary and they are bringing it to life in a in a structure in in solid bricks and mortar, as they say. They ended up working to figure out what they wanted to say, what they wanted this to what invoke from people who come to the site, and they worked with the architect to make sure um, they used elements that would say what they wanted to say. Like, they have the glass panels. He has, they have Martin Luther King's story written in glass panels because they want it open to the air. They want it open to the community. They want it to be available to anyone who comes by. They have granite on site from because that is a base material of of Georgia. They have sand, brownstone on site because that's a native material to Connecticut. So all these things are trying to tie in what was important to them and how they can tell the story that they want and educate to people what they wanted to tell. And this, you know, this wasn't a, this isn't coming at a free cost. How were the funds raised by these students to construct this and the library and also? The um, students did the fundraising themselves. So that was one iteration of the group was in charge of fundraising. And that, that group lasted a long, long time because <laughs> they raised $150,000. And, you know, there are still things that we could buy to enhance the memorial that we hope to, you know, look into in the future. But um, it was a lot of work on these students' parts. They did a lot of presentations. They met with a lot of people. Some of the kids made cold calls. They sent letters. And they, um, 
they learned a lot about fundraising. And when you talk to some of them, it's really fun to hear um, them realize that they would never have had that experience. So it was a very, all these kids, I think each group got to learn something new about a new aspect of the world that they hadn't seen before too. And now in my notes, I have something here saying that, you know, one of the things that people were able to buy were personalized bricks that were used on the pathway. Can people still purchase one of those bricks going forward after hearing this and, you know, the powerful statement that this memorial is going to make, is there a way people can still contribute and donate or buy any of those bricks? We absolutely um, are taking, we will have brick donations all the way through. I don't think we'll stop that because we'll just do them in bunches. But the path, as you say, the brick path symbolizes what the kids really hit on was that he walked the streets of Simsbury and he walked this path. So um, you can buy a brick and again, go to the website and there is a place to buy a brick or just even donate funds. Um, we have not finalized our sponsor panels as of yet because we're hoping maybe some people will be overly motivated and want to hit one of our sponsor levels. We have sponsor levels that go from $1,000 to um, whatever anyone wants to give and they'll have priority on the on a sponsor panel that will actually be embedded into the memorial. I mean, that's one of the things I guess. So all of that can be done on our website. This year has been a little bit difficult for a lot of businesses, but then there's also a lot of businesses and organizations that are striving. You know, we, we joke at the radio station all the time, our, our plexiglass supplier is doing phenomenal right now. But there are, <laughs> there are those businesses yeah, where, you know, this is something they can contribute to to give back to the community. So if there is a, someone out there that is looking to do a little bit for the memorial, how can they contact or who should they contact about that? Well, they can absolutely contact me, Tara Willerup, at um, the Simsbury Free Library at gmail.com. Um, or, again, go to the mlknct.org website, and we have ways to contact us there. Um, we have an email, a Gmail site, a, a Gmail address there, too. So um, we will get back to anyone who, who gets in touch with us. Um, and, again, we, you know, there is a bench that is kind of my dream to have a big granite bench there, but it, it just went over our budget to a point where we couldn't do it. But I, I hope that someday I'll be able to find um, a, a large donor who would want to participate in that piece. That would be an amazing thing. So, again, the event's coming up January 18th. You know, what can people expect and how can people attend the uh, memorial unveiling on that day? So, unfortunately, due to COVID um, regulations and issues, we cannot have people on site that day. Um, and we're trying to do it as universally as we can and invite as many people as we can to our website and our Facebook page. And we will be um, doing a drive-by from 2 to 4 on probably 2 to 3.30 on Monday, um, where we'll have some of the students out there, and we will have, um, and it's open to the press, so hopefully the press will be there to do some, be able to share on their shows the um, the, the event. But um, our plan is to have people be able to drive by going down Firetown Road and then go down Plank, take a right or left, however you're coming on Firetown, and go down Plank Hill Road, and then at the end of Plank Hill, you'll take a right on Top Meadow Street, and you'll be able to continue directly by our library and be able to see it. During that parade, we will have a radio station dedicated to um, the presentation. We'll be having, um, you'll be able to hear what the sign, what the plaques are reading, and we'll have some of the kids talking about um, their experience with the MLK Memorial. That's awesome. And, you know, the Simsbury Free Library has been home to many, I don't want to say generous events like this, but it has history in the community. You know, tell us a little bit more about the Simsbury Free Library for people that don't know the meaning and the history of the library. Simsbury Free Library is was built in 1890 
um, by Amos Eno and put together, he has a board of trustees that run it, and he did it for the town at a time when most libraries were subscription. It was a free library, and it maintained the purpose of a free library or a public library until the 1980s when the town had grown to a point where it could no longer sustain it. So the town took over the free, the library facilities, created their own library down the street, but we have remained as a historical and genealogical research library. We are a community center. We like to have um, lectures and talks. We have archives of Ensign Bickford and others. We also um, house the William Phelps Eno um, Library, and um, now we have the Martin Luther King in Connecticut Memorial. I think that's something a lot of people have forgotten about is libraries, unfortunately, this, during this time. I worked in the library back in my younger days, and I was a library page, I'll admit it. <laughs> it's awesome. And it's there, all good. It, there, there's something to be, you know, working in a library, you know, I, in my mind, libraries have gotten bad raps over the years, but there's just something about being in a, the history, the information that's there at anyone's fingertips. It's, the, it's you know, that's the, it's there. It, you know, everyone's the age of the internet right now, but the internet yeah. can go down at any given time. I've never seen a book fail on anyone. You open it, and there's words in it, and you could read those words. And the thing is, and the library has books that for research and genealogy that aren't on, on the web. You know what I mean? They're only in our library is where you're going to see it. So some of that is also unique. But the piece of it is that's, um, that's wonderful is just being a center, a place to go and be with other people, which when we can, we will be, um, is important. You know, it's important for people to talk to each other and be able to have a place where in the middle of town where they can go and, and, you know, enjoy the town itself and the history of the town. It's an amazing place. Again, joining me this morning is Tara Willerup, Vice Chairman of the Simsbury Free Libraries Board of Trustees. We've been talking about the Dr. Martin Luther King Memorial that's going to be unveiled Monday, January 18th. If people want more information, they can visit the website at mlknct.org or the simsburyfreelibrary.org. It's going to be an amazing thing. I know I'm dragging the kids out there that day. We're going to drive by and check out all the history that's there. Tara, thank you for joining me this morning. I appreciate it. Is there one, give me one last pledge for the library. I'll, yeah, I'll let the slide. Um, well, please support Simsbury Free Library. We are a small nonprofit and we just, we love our town and we want to be here forever and we want to be part of the future. There you go. Because remember, great things happen at libraries and at home in Connecticut. You've been listening to At Home in Connecticut, a public service project produced by WTIC News Talk 1080. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.
parts. <laughs>